Hey Kurt, this is Richard Wilson from Mad Shelley Films, and we have a message for you. This, this is, is Mad Shelley Films, and, and you're listening to Inspirado Projecto Radio. Astounding, here I am uh, on my way to the subway, and I just saw a car pass by, and it was crazy. The entire um, wallpaper, I guess if you want to call it, paint. Uh, on the car, it was all someone's face. It was a woman's face all over the car, just all over the car. A whole bunch of her faces, big, little, um, just all like like a collage of the same woman's face. And it was just really, really interesting. It made me wonder if the person driving the car was that woman. Basically, you basically, you know, using her car as a uh, a marketing tool, basically, because her headshot is on the car, or maybe it's a very proud mother. You know, this is my daughter. This is my daughter. Please hire her. There wasn't any information on the car, even. It was a wonderful uh, life hack, if you will something that you just would never expect to see. There's no no advertisement, no no advertisement to speak of. Nothing that gave you the idea that this was someone you needed to contact. And see what's interesting, that person with the car has no idea how they're affecting the populace. For instance, they have no idea that I'm now broadcasting this to you on my podcast they have no no idea so they're driving places and what if there is someone who wants to get a hold of them just for the sheer bravery of putting your own face plastering it all over the side of the car my next curiosity would be what's your personality like what 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 is your what are your expertises what's your What's your, what do you want to be? I mean, maybe it's a headshot of a, of a um, musician. Maybe she's just a phenomenal violinist. Maybe she's an actress. Maybe she wants to be in commercials. Shampoo commercials. She looked like she would have been a good shampoo model. Shampoo commercial model. So to, uh, if you're listening to this, to the person who has faces painted to, you know, to the side of your car, to the top of your car. I mean, the car was covered in faces. Let's face it, people. The car was covered in faces. So if you're listening to this and you live out here uh, in Los Angeles and that's you, get a hold of me. Or if you know that person who did that, get a hold of me. Heck, if you live in another state, another town, another uh, quadrant of the galaxy, get a hold of me here at inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. Let me know your story. Do you have your face plastered to the side of your car, to your mobile? Maybe you got a motorcycle. Maybe, uh, you know, there was that TV show, the uh, Orange County Choppers. I think that's what it was called. The father and the sons, they would make these customized choppers for people. Maybe I can imagine a company like that doing customized choppers like that for people who want to have their face all over their chopper. I'm sure they would, they would find clever ways, find clever ways to get their, their face all over that, that chopper, you know. The gas tank for sure. Um, the wheels. You could put on some kind of hubcaps of some sort, I imagine. Now, that's a question. Now, that's something I didn't think about with the car. That would have been a good idea, putting the face on the hubcaps, too. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, maybe you get, maybe you have one of those. Maybe you've got a truck that's just got your face all over it or your wife's face or something. Your very proud husband. This is my wife. 
This woman is my wife. And it's just something that is an issue of it's a it's a situation of just promoting promoting your family. All right, more on this later. Talk to you more later. The next time I happen to see something intriguing, you will be the first to find out. I'm hoping that the guy who's on the uh, on here, hold on, hold on, he'll come past again. Hopefully, hopefully you can hear him. seen this guy on a number of occasions uh, he will walk up and down the aisles saying a penny, a nickel or a dime anything you can spare spare change and I've seen him on many occasions and uh, and he uh Usually, um, he usually says it's a blessing, and uh, it's interesting when you see common, common folks around. It's like um, it's like a celebrity sighting of of sorts. There are a lot of those folks around that you, you come to, you you come across, cross paths with as you. You find yourself on various buses, trains, etc. I see some of the familiar faces, and uh, it's like, oh, it's that guy again. Oh no, it's that lady. It's really quite interesting. It's quite, it's really quite, really quite interesting. Ooh, ooh, I forgot to tell you that I added a little bit of live Yachtley crew. Yachtley crew from the Canyon Club from your show a couple of weeks ago. I added it to the tail end of the Weed in Amsterdam episode, just so you know. You know how I am. I love mixing it all up. So I put some Yachtley crew in there with the galactic weed mix. (laughs) What kind of brew am I concocting today? Uh, Willie, Willie, Willie and I were just talking about Mad Magazine and how cool it was that Sergio Aragonis would always draw those little tiny little people up there all over in the corners of the pages and everything. And, and I don't know if Mad Magazine even realizes just exactly how much they have influenced the populace and 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 teaching them a whole brand new um, way of looking at life with brand new perspectives, um, pulling back the veil on on advertisements, pulling back the veil on celebrities, pulling back the veil on 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 commercials, advertisements, all that stuff. Um, and revealing to us what exactly is going on there. And then on top of that, teaching us to look for what's in the margins. And so Willie just said something amazing. I, I, don't, I don't know if this would be a, like a, a, a good book. I don't know if this would be an album title. But can you just imagine what, always look for what's in the margins? Like that's such a great way of looking at life in terms of just a, a, a lens, if you will, because it's more than a lens. It's the stuff that's hiding outside of the lens. Yeah. You know, you're looking through with the lens, but then, and then what's in addition to hiding around so in the corners? Would be there. Would be within the margins, being the, 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 the title. Uh, or hiding within the margins. Hiding within, hiding the, mar- within the margins. Hiding I love it. Margins, yes. Yeah, because then it's like it's like what's what are the little those little invisible ghosts or what are those little invisible apparitions that are kind of like clinking around up there, going, "Hey, pay attention to me." No, we can't. Yeah, we don't know that are there. Yeah. Are you? Podcasting? Oh yeah. I am. I am. I am. What are your thoughts about the margins? The Martians or the, the margin about the margins or the Martians? What like what, what do you notice? Are we talking about? Right. So, what with poetry and stuff? Do you think it's important to stay within margins? Poetry? Yeah, poetry. Uh, uh, any kind of prose. No, no. I think that you should write poetry that moves you, and make art that moves you. Do you now, in terms of margins, do you do you keep those words in in the margins? 
Yeah, well, that's just because it makes it easier to read. <laughs> I love it. I love generally it. speaking, did you ever uh, write about Martians within the margins? That's no, right, the Martians within the margins. I, think I leave that to Kurt. The Martians within the margins. Do you see the Martians within the margins? Martians within the margins. That is good. That could be the name of the musical. Martians in the margins. But within the margins. Now that would be a good. Would that be a good uh, band name? Would that be a good song title? Would that be a good movie? All the above. Within uh, the margins. Audio book. Well, it could be any of the series. above. I mean, it could be a book turning into a movie or Ooh, vice yeah. versa. Ooh, a virtual write reality book, game write too. The, mm. Yeah. Within I mean, it's margins. such a broad, broad statement. It's such a broad. Yeah. You know, it could be so many different things. It's so crazy because it's like, like so imagine. Like when you think of the, the margins, you're actually thinking of like I think of a page. Like here's the page, here are the margins. Um, uh, you know the notebook paper where you see the the little boundaries on the sides there. What's interesting is when you take away the page, the aspect of the page, and just just having you know, let's say, let's say if we we're standing outside of the van instead of looking through the window, you know, it'd be funny because it's like okay, what are the margins in that? In that instance, is it just as far as the eye can see, or as as far it's as the beyond, senses can it's, sense? It's, it's beyond that. It's beyond it. It's, it's beyond, beyond that. It would be beyond. It could be the unsaid words in a relationship. It could be um, hiding in the margins. As simple as ideas that you can't think of that you're waiting to to bestow upon your brain. Yeah. They're just sitting there, out of your reach, but they're right in front of you. It's interesting because as we strive to look for it, it will always strive to 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 be found. It's a game yes. of hide and seek, as Alan Watts calls it. Absolutely, it's kind of waiting to be found. It's like I, you know, I like that. You, you know, when you're playing hide and seek, you love hiding for a long time. However, eventually you're hoping someone's going to find you in some strange respect. Right? Not unless I find a really comfortable spot and right. I want to sleep for a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. <laughs> I remember I'd play hide and seek with my friends. I was always the last to be found. They'd get so tired of looking for me. Yeah. It's just like you're never finding me, folks. Yeah. Never finding. And it was just such a fun thing. But eventually, you know, you think that at some point you want to be found, and I think that's the same kind of thing with the universe. It hides these little tiny things out there, little Easter eggs. And uh, wow, this is deep. We almost kind of have to first. We almost have to first decide to search for it before we find it. It's so interesting. Yes. It simultaneously exists. At this. Oh, gotcha. Yuma. Right here at the ch- yeah, the Carl's Jr. parking lot. We're playing at the subway. We're playing at the subway. Gonna do some busking. Fresh jerky. Woo! All right. That's right. That's right. I wonder if that subway ever works with the fresh turkey place and makes unique sandwiches. That'd be pretty interesting. Jerky sandwiches. Hiding within the margins. I think that's so cool because it's like, as you, I had this creative writing class one time that taught us to look outside of, you know, so you, you imagine a room, you start with a room that you're imagining and then you're, and then you're going, okay, let's widen the scope. What's outside of the house? What's outside of that place that you're thinking of? You know, and all of a sudden now your mind fills in a blank. It's like, oh, I didn't know there was a, there was a person riding a unicycle outside or, oh, wow, I didn't see that. Someone's coming, climbing in the tree or, oh, wow, someone's digging a hole in the front yard. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like all these things become apparent as you're going, it could be an understanding of how media works today and how the focus on the lens, focusing on one thing is not exactly the whole picture bigger picture could be outside of those lines and you know what and I love that because that reminds me of there, there's this been this idea for a long time that I've wanted to do where you have a movie and yet way in the background there's an there's an untold story there's little strange little stories going on so maybe in this in this scene here that's going on a, a comedy scene or whatever or some some scene in the foreground you see way in the background these people doing a magic trick or you see someone do a cartwheel or you know and then it's like, oh, interesting. I wonder, and then maybe later on in the movie again, you see that same kind of thing happening in the background. So it's almost like showing these little, little bits and pieces of another story. Yeah, uh, some story. Yeah, so it's almost like, oh, look over here. Here's this little kind of thing, and it's kind of giving that idea that you know, just the whole environment is kind of alive. And um, it's fun when you can do that for people. Like I, I always love finding the Easter eggs. So I think I love hiding them as much as I love finding them. Do you like to find Easter egg type things? Yes, and I also like to hide them as well. I think I like hiding them more than I like finding them. Because it's, I don't know, the enjoyment of it. Finding them sometimes, it's nice. And it's satisfying, but... Aha. Uh-huh. Tri- I don't know, I like the, the... Not tricking, but like the... The pranksterish, the, the mischievousness. Uh, of it, I, the, the, uh, I think it's the wrong 
um, playfulness of it. The uh, yeah, yes, like a scavenger kind of mystery. The mystery. The of mystery it. of it. We'll have the mystery. You know, interesting. It. It's kind of like, in a sense, that's like hide and seek because you're hiding those, mm. and someone has to not even realize that they're seeking them in order to find them. In a sense, <laughs> isn't that interesting? They stumble over them. It's very true. You know, their intuition leads them in that direction. It's so it's so cool. It's like it's like your intention reaching out, going, I intend someone to find this, and bam, and then someone out there picks up that intention. Boop, 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 boop. Hey, what's this over here? And then their intention leads them over there and goes, wow, now I found this thing. Yeah. I got the signal. I picked up on a and signal. And it might not even be the original thing that you planted, but they found something oh, else yeah. in it, too. And it's funny, because do you feel that, like, the, the Easter egg kind of, like, art form, uh, so to speak, is kind of a very patient kind of art form? Say that again? It's a pa- Would you consider it a patient art form? Absolutely. I mean, you have to be. You don't want to yeah. give it away. Right, right. And sometimes right. that's hard to do when yeah, you plant something. Yeah, yeah. Not be staring at it yeah, or not yeah. be, like, pointing your finger at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's an idea of planting a seed, trusting it's going to grow, whether you're looking at it or not. And then maybe one day you return or it, the news gets back to you. Like, oh, yeah, there's an apple tree that grew out there. And, boy, was that delicious. And you realize, oh, wait, where, where was that apple tree? Oh, right over here near there. Ah, I think that was the one I planted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, just it's so a good one. I like that. You know, it's like, wow, cool. I'm glad that the fruits, it, they bore fruit, you know, and it worked. Yeah. Sometimes you never know. Sometimes you just plant things and walk away Sometimes and never, you never find know. out. It's like a message in a bottle. And, and yeah, and that's almost satisfying in itself yeah. knowing that you, you'll never really know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something just... And so then it's like the, the story you walk away with with yourself is, yeah, I wonder if someone will find that. Who is that person who might find it? What's their life going to be like? How will this thing that they find affect their lives? But will they go on to create some kind of thing now? Will they go on, Will they be inspired to go hide an Easter egg? I, it reminds me of geocaches. Are you aware of geocaches? Yes. Do yeah. you ever do you ever look for them? I have not, but I'm aware of what they are. So there's like a site, and there's particular you know apps and whatnot that people can find these things. <laughs> and that's part of the fun. It's like you can hide these things in something the size of an Altoid box, the size of a coffee can. I mean, as big as you want. Yeah. And just the idea of, I think you put them on the site. The longitude and latitude. Is that how it goes? I think so. I think the. I think that's how. It, they just put those numbers up, and you got to go search for it. Yeah, and then maybe clues, like as to kind of how to I, get them. Close I think they to they, it, huh? they even have yeah. I think they even have like sites with like you know like a maps type thing, kind of like give you the general area, but don't tell you exactly where it is. Oh my god, yeah. what a fun thing! Yeah, and then when you find idea. that thing, then you keep what's inside of it, and then you leave something there for the next person. Yep, which is just such a great idea. It's a whole it's it's a whole idea of reciprocation. Yeah. It's kind of like the take a book, leave a book thing. Where you, you know, you ever see some people's houses, they have, you know, they have a little housing and you, they have a book there. You take the book and you leave a book. Dude, absolutely. Absolutely. Like a way of sharing, you know? It really is with sharing unseen with, people. No, you'll never really know who's grabbing, you know? Yeah. Unless you're sitting there watching them. But. I love it. The very thing itself that you're tuning into and tapping into is just simply the idea of sharing. How cool is that? Very That's cool. the thing that you're, you're, that, that you're really communing with. And, if someone finds it or you hear, you know, or hear, you know, word of it, then it's just a secondary, secondary thing, that, right? Then, then it's a secondary uh, excitement that you never intended yeah. or expected. Yeah, absolutely. So we heard a couple of really good songs. What, what were the name of those songs that we heard on the radio earlier? Um, and the band and what your part was in making that music? Oh, uh, wait, today? Uh, we heard it. Well, was it last night? Yeah. Two, oh. yeah, two songs. Oh, uh, name a song. Uh, the first one that we listened to is called "There's a Way," mm-hmm. and it was uh, just about a really nice grooving song. That's just about hey, you know, being with a girl and, and and that she's not like interested in a full-on relationship, but things have been going well, and just kind of saying hey, if things don't go to fruition now, that. There's always time. There's a way later in time that this, you know, can get back together. And that's that's what's the name of that one? There's a way. There's a way. That man, that was such a good song. And then what was the other song you played? Uh, it was called More Than Met the Eye, and that one uh, was specifically about uh, Alec wrote that uh, it was a, a girl that he's back with, but that he felt that he took advantage of in a way like not like advantage advantage but just like uh, uh, more of like a took her for granted and then he realized after that hey oh my god this girl was awesome for me you know and I really kind of screwed the pooch on that one and and that's the whole story like that's the song is just saying hey 
letting her know, you know. Can you imagine that these, because uh, I'm imagining already a story could brew just from these two things. Like, this could be about the same person, you know, either with the same relationship or different relationships. But I'm imagining, you know, this could be like almost like a concept album. Like, the, it follows sort of the storyline. It, it, and all of them do. All of them kind of have very similar subject matters. Um, it could be a concept album, but... Is that idea like, never like, interested like, No, I love concept albums. But I think in order, if you're in doing a concept album, that you do a concept album instead of just putting things together to create the concept. I like the opposite of creating the concept and then writing to the concept. Right, right. But I mean, it doesn't. There's no rhyme or reason, or there's no like same thing with writing a song. You don't. So you just no want to. Have, you would prefer just to have an idea in mind. Okay, this is my beginning, middle, and okay, this is how we're getting to that journey. Yeah. Rather than. It accidentally sort of uh, falls into a, a That's how I personally like to do it. But you know right. what? There's no right or wrong. And sometimes the other way is better. You know, sometimes just random things fit together. Uh, how long does it usually take for you to write a song? On average. Um, me? I mean, I, I, anywhere from five minutes to three months. <laughs> you know, it could be... It doesn't... I don't know. That's a that's a hard one to answer, just because some things just take forever, and some things go. Wow, I have this whole entire song that I just literally just played through and through, right from start to scratch, and never like do you thought feel, anything about it. Do you feel that it's like? Um, <laughs> do you feel uh, like a great satisfaction when you feel like you've put all the puzzle pieces together? Absolutely. I mean, that's, like that's you solved the, the mystery. That that's why. That's homes. why you know. I, that's why I do what I do because of that satisfaction on the, uh, the the post of it. Now, do you also do all the sound engineering on it? Yes. Well, well I didn't know Alec in this particular band, he wrote the majority of the, the material. Oh. Uh, I have my material that I will be adding to the picture, but uh, all these that we did when we started, and, and I, I basically I joined up with him, and then I was enjoying his music so much, and I was like, hey, I want to do this with you. Let's record what you have, and he's got a plethora of songs that are more together. And I have a bunch that I have. But my songs, I, I write a little bit more of a different genre, or what I've been writing. And I have now stuff that I'm going to to add on and start recording for this project. But everything that we've been hearing so far, that, it was his babies. Wow. So do you, do you have your own? Uh, did, I'm sure you must also have kind of your own riffs and your own stuff that you funds. Tons and tons. When are, and, uh, uh, do you have some of those recorded too, where people can find them? Well, uh, no, they're on, they're on a hard drive. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. When yeah. do you think you're going to release those? Oh, soon. Oh, that's they're the next set of songs. Like, so we have, we went in and we did eight. Oh, so you guys took turns writing songs. You guys sort of shared. Yeah, yeah. That's what we, I, we did his first eight. And then I have did, about four that are about oh, ready to go. Oh, like, yeah, that's this cool. Particular genre. It'd also, be interesting to hear these, you know, and go okay. Who wrote what? You know, to see to, to hear if there there are similar melodic things that are there, you know common. All right, when because when writing this stuff, because the other stuff that I write for is another band that I have called Brew, and that's more of my B R E W. With whom last over the E. Oh, I love it! I love it! Just, I love it! But uh, brilliant. Yeah, and that that one's more of like a little bit more of a hard rock. Ah, uh, how many people are in that band? Just me. I oh, play. Oh, 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 like drums, you're drums like the Trent Reznor. Yeah, okay, are, but less electronicy. I'm just going for more like raw. Whoa, whoa! What if you uh, could place that that kind of music in a movie or a TV show? What kind? What would you imagine it to be? Ah, uh, hopefully something of like a like a drama thriller. Drama thriller, like 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 what? Someone getting chased, a uh, uh, car speeding. Uh, uh, what, what like what kind of imagery comes to mind? You go like kind of like a Sin City ish type of feel. City ish. Sin City. Sin City. Oh, Sin City. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Like, like, like that whole, you know, where yeah. it, it's it's bit of action but thrillery Ooh. and drama ish. Uh, do you, uh, do you, like uh, when you say Sin City, what elements of it are you like particularly imagining? Like the cartoon animation type aspect, uh, more of just uh, uh, the type of characters. Type of characters 
uh, the Mickey Rourke's character comes to mind. Oh, like a detective? Detective kind of thing? Mickey Rourke was not the detective. He was oh. like the big bruiser basher. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right, that's right. But then, they, uh, and then so that, that's one thing that I have. And then the next one I have is called wow. The Moves. The and what? The, the Moves. The move, Moves. How do you spell that? M-O-V-E-S. Ooh, moves. that's cool. And The Moves is more moves. of like a... Uh, that's more of like dancey, kind of like a... Prince-esque. If that was uh, to end up in a movie, because um, you never, you never know how these things will, you know, what directions they'll take or anything. Um, if you were to imagine that kind of movie, uh, that kind of music in a movie or a TV show, what what could you imagine? That'd be a straight dance scene, like a Purple Rainish, like really go like like an eighties vibe. Is this yeah. like vaporwave? Yeah. Vaporwave. Yeah, dude, that's but awesome. Keep you know trying to trying to make like a new feel to it, but yeah, it's it's so like breakdancing, not that far. Uh, Tron. Think of like a uh, little red Corvette. Little red Corvette. That's good. That's good. Yeah. So that kind of production design. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm not uh, trying to like reinvent a wheel or anything or copy prints, but like right. That's kind of the general so. A, but a movie like that, like that kind of movie or TV show. Oh, yeah. Interesting. That's cool. Yeah, that's like cool. A cool Hand Luke type thing, or you know, cool hand, oh, like a what? A western? Cool Hand Luke was a uh, no. They, there was there was another one, uh, and it might. I think I got the name wrong, but no, there was. It was not a western. It was like oh. more of like a. I'm gonna say this word wrong. Noir type. Oh, movie. Cool World. Was it? Oh no, no that was a, that was an animation, wasn't it? Let me let me. Oh, that was a, actually. I think that was like a Roger Rabbit type of movie. Yes. Brad Pitt was in there. That's what... Is that the one? I think so. I'm looking it up now. Like a cross between that. Like animation and, and live action? Mm-hmm. Man, that would be great. I would love to get back to that. The 2D mm-hmm. 2D animation? That type? Uh, three. I mean, two. Yeah. Do like like the Roger rabbit type thing? Yeah. yeah. That was always interesting to me. Well, that kind of stuff. Because that was a 3D world with 2D characters. It was oh, really neat right. how they kind of oh, yeah. meshed them together. That's right. They did give the idea... Ooh. That, see... I like that effect. I yeah. like that effect. Rather than a, comp- a, 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 a computer-generated... Yeah, CGI like Like a Yoda, through CGI Yoda, basically, mm-hmm. right? It's, instead of that, it's like... It's 2D, yet it gives the idea that it's uh, three-dimensional. That, 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 that's cool. Yeah. Um, what other kind of projects are you involved in? I have a psychedelic band with a guy from a, a group called No Motive, and it's called... Uh, Push down and turn, and that's just wacky. Uh, I don't know if it was Mr. Bungle. Yeah, but less screamy, more more dancey on the dancier side oh, of Mr. Oh, okay. You know, is it more experimental? Yeah, it's just weird. What? It's just like it's just weird, just getting wacky with what it. What kind of ma- what kind of like movies or TV shows could you imagine that music? Being in? Hmm. Oh, one with a lot of acid. <laughs> Like a, like a movie like Easy Rider or something where people go on some kind of like uh, uh, nah, peyote trip or something? No, nah, that's more of like a... It's, that's still... Of, nah, more... Ooh, ah, I, I don't know. I, off the top of my head, I don't, I don't know what we... Like, I, I don't... We don't think we really write that for a specific movie. I don't think there's anything in mind visually. It's more I'd love to hear any of this music, audible, man. Audible weird, you know? Yeah. Just weird melodies kind of thrown on top of each other and then uh, with these crazy harmony lyrics that are like weird harmonies and this all doesn't make sense but it it, it comes together and makes a song. You know? That's incredible. That it, makes is... li- it makes sense listening to it, but it doesn't make sense making it. <laughs> oh, right, right. Do you, so you're kind of giving, would you say you're just kind of giving yourself over to a spirit? You're kind of just like channeling it? Yeah. Between, See, between we need to be able Jeremy, to have that kind of art. I mean, that's between really... what Jeremy and I do, yeah, it's, there's no, it's just kind of like, well, sit down, here's a beat, let's make this beat. Or, hey, there's this bass line that, that you know, kind of melodic. Doesn't and I think sense, that's important to be able to have that kind of uh, that kind of uh, project to work on because yeah. a lot of times people stiffen up too much, you know, and become. And I'm putting serious in quotes. It's like art should not have to be a serious thing. It should be playful all the time. And you know, yeah. what's so funny is when it's playful and it's fun. That's when the ideas tend to brew up a lot more. And that's you know? and that's what this is. This is like it's just a 
a completely hidden in the margin type of thing I where it's like it. the whole entire thing's it, in the margin. Ooh, that's good. You know, there, there, there's the nothing. soundtrack for uh, hidden in the margin. Hidden in the margins. All right, movie. That would be great, dude. There's the movie. <laughs> there it is. There's the movie and there's the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I would like to listen to some of that music sometime, and then no, I can you know we can conjure up some imagery, see what we, kind of comes for out. The, for the next trip around, I'll uh, I'll get some of that archive stuff out. I'll let can you, you also email to me? Would that be all right? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, because I'd love to listen to it and see what kind of image, images. I'd have there. to I'd have to clean it up a little bit. <laughs> oh no no no! Yeah, yeah, makes I, w- sense. I wouldn't share it with anyone or anything. You know, I just yeah I just yeah, like yeah, to, yeah absolutely yeah, absolutely just anything that you know is raw. You know, I really like the raw yeah, stuff I have, too. I have about I have about thirty riffs and just any. 13 tracks of Brew, wow. about 6 tracks of the moves, wow. and uh, that there's just, with Jeremy and I that we've actually put together, there's only one, but there's a lot of ideas of just random stuff that hasn't been together with that group, but that's like a, that's like such a far out thing doing with him, and he's such a cool dude, and such a, such an open-minded individual that... It's fun working with that guy because he just he brings some really awesome aspects and he has a real outside of the box vision of life. So that's cool. So for, to the, to infuse that into the music is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Wow. What other projects you got? So it just sounds like you're like an octopus of uh, of music projects. See, Bad Leaf, Brew, The Moves, Push Down and Turn. Um, after that, that's all. That's the my projects. After that, I I, I am working. Uh, in a week or two with a metal band and I'm not sure what their name is I haven't got the name but I know the guy is the one that called me up I think it's the band Tongue because he's in that band but it might not be it might be a different band <laughs> he's got he's also got like three it's or four amazing. bands musicians just are, are a part of it's, it's just neat to you see know, that it's, it's like early on you know, it's always like you're in one band, this band only, and you can have yeah. no other bands near you. And then as you get older, you know, you, you just realize you got to put yourself out there and everything because, you, you know, unless that one thing took off and it's really, you know, it's the breadwinner, it, 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 you get lost in something that's not going to, you know, satisfy you or make a, you know, Essentially, it's not like you want to be rich, but you do want to make a living off of, or at least a, a substantial amount of, of putting out material and, and it coming back. And, you know, you're not having to really go ham on like nine to five job. And then like, you know, you want to be able to do something so you can hone your craft and be able to present this craft to the best of your ability at all times and as much as you can. Well, and plus you, you're helping people do this with your studio. Where, what's the name of your studio? Do you have a website for this where people can contact Archive, you? Archive, and I, I am making the uh, website as we speak. There, it's Archive Studio is the dot .com. Is there a Facebook uh, or anything? That's... There's a Facebook. Oh, good. Archive Studio. Just A-R-C-H-I-V-E? A-R-K-I-V-E. Oh, good, 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 good. Yeah. A-R-K-I-V-E. Yes, that's me and uh, my business partner, John Spaven, who is a amazing engineer. Uh, and he's that dude is highly talented we have very similar mixing uh, patterns that we do which is really cool to find somebody that like mixes and and treats the music like I do so like we like you know when we talk about doing things for the studio we have very common goals you know which is comforting because a lot of people you know it's hard when you especially when you have like you spending like all of your money, extra money into it to have somebody that's not like, I want to do this and this and this. It's like, what do we need to do? Oh, we both agree we need to get this done and we both go for that goal. That's really great. Cool. So um, what, it's, I, I think it's great. Arc archive because then it's like the no it's like noah's ark it's like you're you're bringing all this you know in a symbolic metaphorical way you're bringing all of these creatures under the same kind of you know and and documenting them and bringing them to where they need to go it's really cool dude so uh yeah everybody all of you musicians keep your ears out for archive uh what do they still search for on on facebook uh, archive R A R K I V E. You'll see. Will a, that be the only one that pops up? It'll be the only one that pops up, and it, uh, the logo is a pair of headphones and a tie. Oh, good, very good. Yeah, cool. Eric's like a weird dude. 
Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Hello there, my name is Kent, Kent Hucky. Yes, you heard that correctly, Kent Hucky. Pleasure to meet you. Once again, I am Kent Hucky. Hucky. We're in the town of Blythe right now. At the Best Western, it's so funny because uh, I woke up I'm talking to Polly, and all of a sudden he just starts talking, and I'm wondering, who the heck is he talking to? And I suddenly realize he's actually talking to his son through his doorbell. And the little guy is trying to, he's five years old, and he's just walking. He's walking away, and Polly's shouting to him, have a great day. And I'm sitting there thinking, this is so crazy. He's talking to his kid through the doorbell. And then... Um, And then uh, we just walked past the van, and uh, Will was in there. Will slept in there. We have here. We have here Will. So I'm going to point to the evidence right now. Paulie's taking a photo of me standing in front of the, the. Uh, He's, oh, is this video? Uh, we're also simulcasting on Inspirato Projecto. Uh, he just took, he just took a, a, some footage of me standing in front of the, uh, the van. Will is inside, sleeping. He was watching the, uh, watching the van for us. And we woke him up. Who did you do Starbucks first? Ah. But, but McDonald's has coffee, though. Yeah, and I'm hungry. Yeah, we could just eat in there, and then we'll go get it. How about that? Why don't we just eat there? Eat at Starbucks. Well, I mean, eat at McCrap... McWood. McCrap Hole. <laughs> Where are we'll we going? Go McCrap Hole. Eat at... Den, Den. Oh, dude, look it. There's a sign that says courtesy. Okay, I'm going to see if I can simultaneously take a picture of this. Eat at the Golden um, Arches. The Golden Arches. Denny's. We'll see. We'll see. Denny's the Golden Arches. And I got such a long way to go. Such a long way to go. So give me my egg cheese McMuffin, yo. So I Wham. walk. Like a turtle. Walk like a turtle. Dun, dun, uh, uh, uh. Way. Got such a slow way to go. And Lovekin Boulevard. We've got Hobson Way, ladies and gentlemen, and what's another one? That Love one Lovekin. Love. Dude! What the hell? Oh! She lives oh. on Lovekin. Oh, I don't know, it looks like people will wait for us. So there's a park right over here called Gateway Park. And what's crazy is it's like something you'd see with druids. There's like a middle. I'm fine with that. There's a. Uh, this is like something you'd see like in a like the the video game Skyrim or like back in the medieval days. It looks like one of those things for druids, and you you it's like a fire pit. Like there's a circle in the middle. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's seven. Uh, oh, it did turn green. There's no walk sign, but I'm going. That was one of the fastest lights I've seen. Man, that was crazy. We pushed the button and everything. There was no walk signal. We were living on the edge right there. So it's just so crazy because, I mean, I just woke up. I just woke up. This rarely happens where I just wake up and all of a sudden I'm talking like this. Um, Polly woke up saying that he's going to get food and then um, I decided to go with and it's just, it's just nuts, man. Just that idea of talking to kids through the doorbells. And then he was talking to his entire family through the doorbell. And I thought, how funny would that be? Is the kid goes to school and he's telling his friends that the doorbell talked to him that day. And so I just imagined like this idea, almost like, like, I don't know. I, maybe, maybe there's a service. Ooh, I don't know. Maybe there's a service. It's kind of like a singing telegram, but you, you give the service like access to your doorbell somehow. 
and you can actually tell maybe for like a week, maybe you know, like they tell jokes each morning as you're leaving. They're telling you a joke, a joke, a, a joke a day. Every time the doorbell's rung, a joke is told. And, uh, you know, maybe you call it uh, Dr. Doorbell or uh, uh, Trivia. Yeah, the, let's see. Something, something that you could do, play on words with Doorbell. Knock, knock, knocker. Like, knock, knock, jokes, knocker. Who's there? There it is. Maybe it's called the, uh, maybe you just call it knock, knock, who's there. And it's the and it's the joke company. People are there at the door. You tell them a joke, huh? Simple. Door doorway comedy. When one, is a door not a door? When it's when it has no handle. It's got glass and it's a window. Inspirato Projector Radio. This is man. You can call me on my hotline. 313-MAN-0231. 313-MAN-0231. Leave a voicemail on the hotline. Anything about technology, artificial intelligence, simulated realities. Take care, bro. Uh, here we are at the Best Western in Blythe, and in the uh, in the in the in the motel room, there's a notepad, and on it's a note to self, which then led me to the idea of making a movie or some kind of short skit or something called "Note to Self," and it's about someone who um, remember that. There was a TV show long ago called Dear John. And you go, Dear John. And apparently it was about some lady who left a guy. And then that was Judd Hirsch. And then Judd Hirsch was just sad and, you know, feeling lonely and stuff. This would be that kind of thing where it's like, you know, that TV show, it would show, it would show the note being written. And this would be kind of the same thing. You'd see the note being written, but it would, it would say, note to self. I got to say something now in my note to self. So yeah, note to self. I just had this idea um, for a company called Frankenstein. And what you do is um, you, you basically you have stencils of all shapes and sizes that look like Frankenstein, like the old universal kind of Frankenstein. And uh, so so you basically it's like a stencil. and it's for the people who love. Frankenstein and so you like reminds me of the uh, let's say kind of like the um, Portlandia skit where in it they're like put a bird on it put a bird on it so in in a sense you know it's like the person's like I can Frankenstein that you know, this wall, you know, I really like this wall, but it just looks so bland. Frankenstein it. Hey, you know, this is a cool t-shirt, but really needs a little something. Frankenstein it. You know, I've always wanted a tattoo, but I'm not sure if I should. Frankenstein it. Hey, I just got a brand new car. It's kind of cool, but it's missing that special something. Frankenstein it. Hey, how do I keep my parking space without someone stealing it? Frankenstein it. So the whole thing is about Frankensteining it. As one can guess. All shapes and sizes. All shapes and sizes. Frankenstein's.
Ladies, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, the, the bush is talking. Oh my How cool was that? All these crazy. I saw Teaching Chong. I saw freaking. Oh, I, oh yeah, the great. I saw the Grateful Dead there. I love that the Grateful Dead bear. I saw. Oh my God. I saw Elvis. I'm so happy to see Elvis. No, there was just David Chappelle. But no, he dressed up as the guy that's like. Oh wait, Tyrone Biggin, the one that's like. You know what I'm talking about? So he was dressed as a character. He had the hat. He had the oh, fucking slacks. He slacks the the radio. He had the chop the Dude. Yo, he was on point. He looked just like him, bro. Oh, my God. I got to show you a picture. He was on the last cruise, so he did it again this cruise. Oh, my God. That's incredible. Well, the Macho Man guy. Oh, gosh. Oh, Macho Man? Yeah. Dude, he says every year. He's like... Yup, he does that every His wife was like... You know, it was born out of mistake, basically. She's like, wow, you look like Macho Man. And as he looked at himself, he says, as he looked at himself in the mirror with his glasses on, he's like, wow, dude, I really do look like Macho Man. So then he decided to start dressing like Macho Man on the, on the, on the ship. Dude, there were the nights where he was out there and he had his fake muscle shirt on. And you know, Macho Man like holds his hands in this weird way, just like, oh yeah, yes, yeah, just weirdly, like, so he could show off all the muscles. He he was sitting down. down. <laughs> he had his glasses. He's going like this. He's going. Oh my gosh! And he would just he would move his hand. He'd move his glasses the same way he did. And he looked animatronic. And I had such a hard time. I almost wet my pants. I would warn people I, when I was out there. I'd be like, "Dude, do not look at Macho Man Randy Savage. I warn you, you'll get caught in a vortex." Because he was sitting there, and any time he noticed someone watching him, he'd be like, "Entertaining." Oh yeah, dude. So he 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 was going snapping to his oh, was, oh my god, he was throwing these out, dude. Yo, he's fucking hilarious. Bro. Two days ago, I was wondering, "Oh my god, that would be hilarious if he actually starts hanging out." Slim Jims, and sure enough, he has a freaking pockets of them, dude. He's just going, oh yeah, snap his two Slim Jim, and he's throwing it. Oh my god, dude, Oh my god, I was so, I was so impressed. And then Iron Cheek, Iron Cheek was there. So there's Iron Cheek and Randy Savage, and they're like, rah, 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 you know, yelling at each other. Oh my god, that was great. They must have planned that, though. My god, dude, they had to. I saw two sets of Rick. And Morty. Oh, I've seen that. I saw um, the two dinosaurs. You've seen that? Oh my the god, that was hilarious. hilarious. Dude, seen the dinosaurs like the a big head muppet head? Yeah. Oh yeah, the wobbly head. Dude, I couldn't stop. I couldn't stop laughing every time. Oh my god, dude. Little hands, big flop, wobbly head. That is insane. There was a lot of cool shit on the ball. I'm trying to remember. There was a lot of good ones, man. Something that was cute. You were just sailors like you guys, but I was tatted up. I had tats all over my face. Oh, dude, that's great. Oh my god, that's great. That's too funny. I like a little sailor anchor. That's great, dude. Yeah, all of us did it. We all had little anchors on our face. She did it. He did it. Oh my god, that's awesome. He was the captain too of our crew. Oh my god, that's great. I think you guys were taking pictures. In a headphone so you guys, okay, so you guys, did you did you know that Yali with crew is playing no, and you guys dressed like that? that? So you just we planned on doing that. You already just planned it beforehand, yeah, and bam, it, you know? dude, another amazing magic moment from the universe. How cool is that? Oh my god, this whole trip has just been filled with magic moments. The whole thing. I want to go back to reality, man. I'm just chilling. <laughs> Dude. It's crazy because, look, we, here we've come back. We pull in a port. I see the buildings. We drive through. There's all the traffic. There are all these rules and regulations. You know, it's like the only rule that I think was followed by everybody was simply the golden rule, being respectful of each other. And what's great, once you're on the cruise, it's funny because people are encouraged to be crazier and crazier. Because I think what happens is 
each person understands how enriching the experience is. So they want to help enrich other people's experience. And so, you know, they might wear some crazy beads or some uh, uh, psychedelic looking shirt or something. Uh, There's this guy who had a, pa- a crazy pattern. It was almost like a morph suit. With this crazy pattern, blue and, and stuff, but it, it had like art from Rick and Morty on it. So he looked like this weird, like, vortex creature. It was so interesting, man. Oh, shit. I didn't see that one. Him and his buddy, they both had, like, really interesting... I mean, it looked like... It was crazy, man. Then there was, like, this voodoo priestess. Did you see her? Oh, my God. She was great. I think her husband was a voodoo guy. Yeah, he had, like, a blinking skull mask on. They both had these big staffs. Yeah, that one I've seen. Dude, that was so cool. I'm trying to remember, man. There was a lot of good shit. It's just like a blur because I got so drunk and high. Oh, man. There was, I think, like three people with this crazy costume where they, you know those costumes where it's like an optical illusion? So, so he was, okay, so he, it was his head and it went into sort of like a costume of like a little body that was being held by Big Green Alien. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So behind him was this huge and then Big Green Alien. He was on the shoulders. Yeah, yeah. So it looked like it was like, and so it was like such a weird optical illusion. And the more you sort of like, just sort of blurred your eyes and sort of believed in it, the more it was actually like, dude, that's really happening. It was so great, dude. It's like a Big Green Alien. He's like, ah, yeah. Oh my God, it was so funny. That one was hilarious. There was one, there was a guy that had a dick on his head. He was a dick. Oh my God. Did you see the guy with... Did you see the guy that said it had the big uh, middle, oh, the middle finger, finger for the face? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, dude, it's so. Oh yeah, that's what it was. You saw that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Dude, just absolutely, just absolutely incredible. Every corner you turned, you know, there were no wrong decisions really um, on that thing. It was just like, okay, where do I want to go here? And you know, that's the crazy thing. You have to get over that hump of feeling that you're 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 missing out on something. Yeah, or that something better is happening elsewhere. There was always time for something. I know. There was always, there was always something going on no matter what. Whether you were hanging out in an elevator and people you know, people are singing crazy songs with a silent disco, or just sitting on the steps and all of a sudden someone, you know, dressed as toothpaste, you know, comes walking along, sits next to you, talks to you about gingivitis. You know, and it's just like, dude, this is awesome. This is amazing. Where else can you go where, you know, Cheech and Chong are hanging out? Did you remember the fresh tea? Anyhow. Anyhow. Oh, my God. The Christmas food. Somebody oh dressed up as the Christmas food. Do you remember the fresh tea? Do you remember the fresh tea? Fresh them too first. Maybe scrub them too first. And then... No, I was just telling a homeboy here that I, I thought it was so beautiful that, you know, like an Ozo Motley set. Oh, my God. You have northern Mexican music being played. The drummer's Korean. Oh, my God. He's fucking going that. Oh, my God. You see all these people from the Midwest, you know, Alabama, deep south, they're fucking getting down to it. I'm like, this is fucking beautiful. This is what music's all about, man. It brings different cultures. You don't know what the fuck you're listening to, but for whatever reason it's like you, you like move around you know what I mean yeah, I and I'm like I love it dude <laughs> I recorded that shit last night that shit was bad I love that the the, um, the drummer he took his snare drum with him and they disappeared yeah. for a moment, and then they come out in them. Oh my God, that was like a—that's like something you see in movies where yeah. it's like a little like Tahiti. They've or something. done that for like 15 years. Ah, ah. You know, it's like this big freaking parade, but it's they right. Say, the so they say this. They say no. Oh, they did the stardust. They go start out on stage. Dude, they came through the crowd. They're like, yeah, and they say it in Spanish. So they go, oh, so hey, ya se fue, ya se fue. So they just left. They just left. And that's all it is. I love it. And they and they just fucking go and they do it's like a little thing. secret code. But it's badass because you have all these different cultures just like yeah, yeah, for sure. Um just melting together, dude. Everyone loves the music. I'm like, there's no politics. There's no Dude, I didn't once hear anybody using any sort of friction. There's no there's no there was it was just pure just Easy going, easy flowing the whole I play entire trumpet. time. I play trumpet. I play trumpet. Yeah, that's true. 
yeah. there's some people that were getting out of hand. You're like, come on, man. Oh, really? Have your wits about Dude, people were dropping acid, man. Like LSD, shrooms, fucking Molly, all sorts of shit. Dude, there was fucking DMT. DMT. I can't imagine DMT. Dude, so I had too many things. So I went engaged with the right things. I was giving a bunch of fucking candy. Two caps for you, three steps for you. Well, no, so I capsuled them all up. So oh, you grinded it up in the capsule? And just one of them was perfect, dude. My, my recipe, when I wasn't, when I was just trying to take it easy, I was like, one little capsule, because it's one seven milligram of mushroom. And eat some food, and then go to a show. And it was fucking rad. And even, like, small-weighted women, I give them one capsule, dude, and it's not too much. Like, I'm all, I'm so good at this. <laughs> so like a doctor dude of sorts shaman I'm, dude somebody was telling me like he's like you should fucking really like put an ad out and be a shaman dude cause I'm so good at it like I know how to fucking I know how to like bring people up and if they're not having a good time I know how to fucking level them out dude how do I get paid to do this <laughs> you could totally do that man I, don't know I mean how do I just do if it? you do it okay imagine if you just approach it like a joke like just like as if it's just like eh, what the hell let's just try it it's so silly it just might happen. Ah, what the heck? Let's just do it. And, and when you're treating like an experiment and you don't have that attachment of like, oh, it's got to happen because if it doesn't, oh, I'm going to feel so disappointed. See, there's no attachment then. If it's that pure like, this is such a silly idea. Like if you're like... That is silly. Right? If you're like, oh, I'm going to start uh, uh, being hired at birthday parties and dress like, uh, you know, Cheech from Cheech and Chong or whatever. And you just go one day and you're like, okay, I'm just going to be hired as Cheech. You know, and I'm constantly looking for Chong at the party. You know, and you get hired for that hour. It's like, hey, man, where's Chong, man? Where is he, man? He's supposed to be here. You know, and then bam, and there it is, brand new, you know, brand new yeah, job. So, like, what you're talking about, man, that, there are people who would gravitate towards that. Well, dude, if, if, I could, if I could get to the right people, because, dude, I've met so many people that I've done it for friends, dude, that they, they did military, they did college. They did everything the right way, and they don't know how to party. And now they want to let loose. And I'm, dude, I've, I guided so many people into it. They were like, Jason, I love you. You did me so good. I was never worried. You're never offering them this alternate, or, or, an additional an perspective, dude. an enlightenment. Like, yeah, let me get, let me wake you up a little bit, because a lot of them, like, fucking, you know, they get that perspective of being woke. <laughs> well, and that's the crazy thing. When you got that 9-to-5 job, and let's say you wore it, wake up every morning and watch the news. You go to sleep each night and watch the news. All day long, you're watching the pre-program stuff you're, you're you have basically no choice but to be stuck in that matrix right? so when you turn off the tv for 15 years you know <laughs> or even just one week you'll notice your health dramatically dramatically and it's so crazy because i i have you know i'll watch netflix i'll watch youtube stuff like that but it's mostly just where do i want to go and what's so crazy is like i'm not basing my conversations on what i'm hearing in the news i'm basing my conversations on Learning about what makes this person's, you know, what are their favorite hobbies, their talents, and then how do we turn up the volume on it? How do we add more? How do we how do we allow them to really shine that thing? And it's so fun because when that happens and you see someone really doing the best they can, oh my god, and it's so great. Help them get that to that place. Yes, and it's like, and you see that they. That's the win for me. Dude, it's so fun. It's so it's so fun it's to so share the information. It's so fulfilling to hear the information. Like I feel too. like yeah, I feel complete when I fucking teach people and they're in this main mundane worlds and I'm like, no, there's this other world. And as long as you're not out of control, there's a place for you. <laughs> I like that attitude. Like, why not give it a try? You know, why not give it a joke? You know? Yeah. No, that's killer. Don't, I love that. Just like it's a cosmic joke. Let's go ahead for it. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, worst case scenario, maybe nobody laughs at the joke. But you still gave us some effort, you know? Dude, and that's like the Andy Kaufman route. That unapologetic, just, here's what's happening. And you can either co-sign on this reality or not. But those who do, you know... See, that's the beacon. That's what's beautiful about things like this. Each person is a beacon, like saying, hey, I'm here... We, we can all just go ahead and just start right at ground zero talking about synchronicities and stirring the cosmic soup. Yeah. And it feels so good. That's why right? I mostly I ever want to talk about ever. Dude, it's so hard because so many people don't. <laughs> and it's like once you get that one guy that you're like, yeah, let's pick each other's brain. You're like, no, 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 no. You're like, fuck yeah, dude. And you just keep unpacking it. Because what is it? One out of fucking 90, maybe? If you're lucky. We're in Boise. There's not very many people. But like that you can get that super like where you're just immediately like, like, yeah, we're on the same page. What do you think about this? And you can really bounce things off each other. You're like, oh my god. <laughs> well, and that, that this you just know? spawned an idea. 
from from the third eye blipping on the antenna here is that so okay you know like with meetup i'm sure these are already out there already or or like you know i hear about your guys's facebook groups um since you all, since everybody knows that this is the vibration that is really you know it's like putting your finger on source on what source energy really truly is that love that appreciation you don't want to leave you don't want to get out of there um but that's part you know and then you know that's just a part of it you got to go out there and you got to bring that you got to bring that light to the people and and then you you know kind of wake those folks up so i'm thinking out in boise idaho is since we already know the 311 crowd is a safe zone you know maybe there is a 311 meetup Totally. True. No, you know no, where you're going, you're like, oh my God, you know, and now you can have these kick ass conversations. You know that's the safe zone. There's nothing, you know, more exciting than when you can really geek out or talk shop with someone who knows that realm. You know, gearheads, uh, freaking whatever, guys who love sports, swimming. You know, yeah, whatever your pleasure, and it's great when you can just go dive deeply. So. As you could tell in that segment from the 311 cruise, uh, you could tell I had a few drinks. This is what one calls gonzo journalism. Gonzo journalism. If you look that up, you'll find the journalist Hunter S. Thompson in there somewhere. He ended up uh, becoming an author. If you ever see Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, that movie is based off a book by Hunter S. Thompson and his uh, crazy exploits for Rolling Stone magazine. He used to write for Rolling Stone magazine. They'd send him out to do various (laughs) assignments, and he'd get into these crazy situations and write all about the crazy situations and not actually write about the event that he was sent out to, uh, to cover. So, uh, yeah, it's, I gotta tell you, if you ever get a chance to be on a 311 cruise, try to do it. If you were able to sit through the past conversation, I know there's a lot going on. I was asking a lot of you there, folks, to sit tight and to listen to a whole bunch of madness If you made it this far, congratulations, and I applaud you. Thank you. I know it was very convoluted. It was kind of a, um, if you think about it, it was kind of a choose-your-own-adventure kind of uh, storyline, wasn't it? Because there were so many different thoughts and opinions and conversations going on. Reminds me of the play Balmain Gilead. Balmain Gilead is a play where there are about 20 or 30 uh, characters in it, and they're all talking at the same time. It's like you're 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 peering into the life of a uh, of a of a diner, and it's kind of what this is. Sure, you can hear what questions I'm asking the people. Sure, that's you know, that's one part of it. However, if you listen back, there are all these other little conversations that are going on between people that you're just not. Um, you know, that you could be, end up being surprised by because you're hearing various uh, subjects that maybe relate directly to something that's going on in your life at this moment in time, maybe revelations you've recently had, uh, dreams you woke up from, uh, you know, any number of, let's say, synchronicities that you recently experienced. That's what I've been noticing lately with this podcast the more that I'm tuning into my intuition and letting, letting the information flow, I'm getting interesting feedback from people uh, of basically that they are relating to these things on cosmic levels. I'm your cosmic reporter here, folks. Yes, I report on what's going on with the humans here on uh, the Earthlings, here on the big blue marble. I also, I also report the, uh, the, the, the bleeps and the bloops that reach my antenna. I, I try to reach my fingers in as deep into the, into the pulse 
of all that is as much as I can and as often as I can. I'm willing to go out on the limbs and I'm nowhere near in the realm of, let's say, someone like Terrence McKenna or Alan Watts, but I I do make it my mission to do, to do that, folks. So thank you for hanging on. Also, if you want to contribute any of your own stories, field recordings, music, you can email it to inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. And you can also... Um, so yeah, send it to, to inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. Or if you prefer to use the telephone, you can call the hotline, the Inspirato Projecto hotline. Sometimes we call it uh, Inspirato Comunicado. Sometimes we call it Inspirato Participado. <laughs> it's all up to you. We call 561 561 203 And yeah, I'll put it on the, I'll upload it to the episode. So, thank you for listening, and I'm sure there's probably more to come after this, after this segment. What did I just do? Um, You're right here for it. It's wafting in. Did I just miss the safety meeting, Stoney? I, I, not that I know of. Can't you smell it? I can't smell it. Jazz had a safety meeting with himself. He's safe to, he's safe to fight it. Um, an idea for a... Midlife crisis hotline. Midlife crisis hotline. So when people are going through that special time in their life, they can pick up the phone. The person on the other end will either give them reassurance, reassuring um, sentences, or even direct them towards some of the best things that they can do for their midlife crisis. Stuff that that they they can help them out. Um, something that can help them out during that that special time in their lives, and uh, maybe they also maybe they also make the what is that? What is it that women go through? Uh, oh gosh, what is that? They go through the hormone thing. Um, what is it? What is that? So yeah, the same makers of Midlife Crisis Hotline. All right, ready? I don't know where Willie is. They where's also... Really? Yeah, I think his room is 153, no, isn't it? No, right next door to you, man. 154? 